0: Oh you have it now? Cool. Yeah. Look at me I got three there's more there's more there's more microphones than people <laughs> in the room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is what happens. You just enter, you know, you just something that reminds you of the space sometimes tends to cause laughing, you know. You just feel so relieved. <laughs> Sometimes when I go back to where I've done talks, like Philadelphia or something, as soon as I see one of the Philadelphians, I just feel so good, you know, because they're they, they're they're a reminder, yeah, of that space. Yeah. That's what I that's what you hope these talks would do, not to be keenly interested in what's being said, but to feel the sense of what's going on, yeah the words are just a vehicle they have nothing to do with it they're just a vehicle in this in this situation we're in we need to have a like the mail slot of a, us receiving any information is usually a conceptual mail slot you know so you use language to convey something but don't get fooled it's <coughs> not the language you know it's it's a, it's an energy a sense of something because if it's the language then it produces like a Advaita Pharisees, you know, non-duality duality Pharisees. They know the letter of the law, but they don't have the spirit of it, yeah? They watch for everyone. If everyone says, I, oh, you know, the, the, a, the non-duality police rush in. <laughs> no, false subject, false subject. Give me a freaking break, you know? It's like non-dual dueling. You know, who <laughs> you know, who can who cannot, who can get a message quote without saying an "I" in it? You know, it's pointless. You're missing the forest from the trees. It's like dogma. It's not to me. That's not it. This isn't. This is like uh, if you if you could consider your mind like a camera, yeah, and and to recognize that it's in a set aperture right now. Most of us see life through a a lens or an aperture of self-centeredness. So, we don't see life as happening, we see life as happening to us, which is hugely different. Seeing life as happening is a much more freeing, much more flexible way to go. Seeing life as happening to you is an interpretation. You are now, the experience of life is neutered and and it's replaced with a mental interpretation so the sense of being becomes let's say a goal that you think you're going to arrive at through doing and having but all you're going to do and have yourself is into another mental state you're not going to do and have yourself into being because you can't you are that that's the starting point how can it be the end point yeah. so this is a message one of the and an invitation it's not a dissertation it's more like this: If you were, uh, if you had an old car that had a carburetor yeah, and an air filter over the carburetor, and you were driving and you were with your friend and you broke down and you were trying to get it to turn over and it wouldn't turn over, yeah. So, but you've got, to, you know a little bit about it, so you get your friend, go in the trunk, and I got a can of gas there. Take the filter off and pour a little bit, a couple of drops of gas in there, and I'll keep pumping it, and then it'll fire up usually. As soon as it fires up the job of the gas is over. You don't keep pouring more gas in or you'll flood it, yeah? So this is what a message, like this is how I hold the message. It's an invitation. It can be repeated quite often because it's not a dissertation. It's an, it's an invitation. It's a message, like a message you get on a phone saying, hey, let's go, let's have dinner at 8 o'clock. This doesn't need a huge explanation why you have to have dinner and why it's got to, it's just, you know, meet me at 8 o'clock at this restaurant. Yeah, bing. The message. So these talks are always an introductory talk. Like people call me up and they go, what is, What's the topic for this next week's talk? The same topic as it's been for every freaking year. <laughs> Why change? Because if this isn't clear, it doesn't matter. Because wh- however clear you get is a false freaking clarity. Because it'll be you who thinks it's clear. Yeah?
1: Well, how does you resolve?
0: How does it dissolve? Because it doesn't form, it's not in form, you don't have to worry about it dissolving. Just realize it doesn't exist and then you won't be trying to extinguish it. You're giving it life by trying to kill it. You're giving it power by trying to vanquish it. And I'm not talking about ego. (laughs) What's the feeling of having an ego? That's the bondage of self. The feeling of being the one who has an ego is the bondage of self. Ego is just a represent, is a conceptual reputation, a rep, uh demonstration of it. But what it truly is is a sense of self. It's not a thought of self. A thought of self couldn't do it. But it's a thought wrapped in a feeling. It's a sense of self. So when an action occurs to you, you feel like you do it. Yeah. When there's a thought, it's tell, It's you. And let's, uh, if you can hold your questions to later. It doesn't matter if you agree or don't agree. Just do it silently, yeah? And then we talk about it later. Because <laughs> it's like cooking, a, it's like a, a souffle is getting baked. If you open up the oven, it'll flatten out, yeah? So don't worry, trust me. I'm a master chef at this <laughs> I, I've witnessed many souffles. <laughs> Where was I now?
1: <laughs>
0: ah, so you're not even following me already. I did this one talk, hour and a half, and someone was sitting right there, and, uh, and I was talking about the addiction of mind, you know, the, the small M. And so after the talk, the guy goes, first question says, can you talk about addiction? I said, what the fuck have you been doing <laughs> for I've been talking about addiction this whole time. How did it get lost from here to the ACV? It's only like two feet in physical distance, yet... The interpretation was unbelievably different, and I've been introduced at big events, and the person supposedly knew, you know, knew me, and when they when they introduced me, I had nothing to do with what I'm offering, not one bit. It was all about path and doing, and no more doing. I'm going. They have a video. I'm looking at it like this. What you know what I mean? Uh, So this is an invitation. It's a message. It's like that. Your you're the, you're the product, yeah? You're it. This is just putting a little gas in and then see if it fires up, yeah? But what you're going to rely on isn't the gas and isn't the can. They facilitate something occurring that's always possible to occur. We're just firing up that possibility. That's why I say entertain a possibility, yeah? So this idea of entertaining, how am I going to dissolve a self? It would have to be something at first to dissolve, That's why one of the terms I use is selfing. I think calling it a self is too much credit. You're giving it a sense of nounness or a sense of being something too much. But selfing is a a mental activity. And what it is, it's called the identification as being a self. Now, some people hear that and they think the identification is the verb and then there's a noun called self that it's occurring to. No, the whole thing's a verb identification as a self. There is no self, but there's identification as a self going on. Yeah? So the head, what happens is, here we are right now, we're having an experience in this room, and it's based on consciousness being in contact yeah? through the five gates of the senses. Yeah? You're seeing, you're hearing, you're feeling, you're tasting, you're touching, and then you're hearing thoughts, which in Buddhism they call it the sixth gate. So, consciousness is moving through this possibility and having an experience through this possibility. In other words, like undifferentiated light comes through this and gets differentiated. So now, no thing appears to be things, and so no thing can have an experience of things. But it has to have the experience of things through a thing. Yeah? Voila, the body. So here's the conscious contact. Now, the selfing is a mental process that happens after the conscious contact. After. But it implies that there's a you that's before the conscious contact. Yeah. But it's not so. It happens after it. So it's like an afterthought. So the mental process, when we were babies, there was no sense of self supposedly to about 18 months. And then the brain was developing sufficiently that it started producing a sense of self. Yeah, Usually based with the language. Because the language is like a subjective language used by objects. Yeah? This is an object but it's using a language that points to itself as a subject. Yeah, so this is sort of the thing. So selfing now, it claims, its biggest movement is claiming. If you want to start recognizing it, which is helpful, (laughs) while the heist is going on, (laughs) it doesn't help if you recognize it after the heist, because then you'll feel like the one who recognized it, which is after the heist. <laughs> it's just seeing it, yeah, so you see it <laughs> so here, so all right, so it's movement is the claim, okay, so how does it do it, all right, well, instead of like Buddha said, when seeing, see, when hearing, hear, when feeling, feel, when tasting, taste, when touching, touch, it changes that into when seeing, think about the seer, yeah, and the scene, yeah, when hearing. The emphasis is on the hearer, which is the sense of you. Yeah? When touching, it's on the toucher. When thinking, it's on the thinker. When feeling, it's on the feeler. Yeah. So here's feeling. If you were in like a... If you had amnesia or something, it's like in recovery. I'm from recovery, you know, from addiction and and uh, drinking. And we have these things that people go into are blackouts, yeah, which can last like 12 hours, where you don't forget, you don't have any memory of what happened. But you were actually being engaged with people. You were buying airplane tickets. When people, <laughs> someone said, Paul, you would look at them. Your girlfriend of five years wouldn't know you weren't the Paul that you were supposed to be. But something happened where there's no remembrance of those 15 hours. But there was a Paul representing you, those 15 hours. Like, when someone say, hey, Paul, you were, you were responding <laughs> there? Well, so what happened? Why is there no memory of that Paul? Because my take on it is, the alcoholic intake and the drugs stop the production of self. Let's say selfing number one, numero uno. And what happened is the default mechanism kicked in, and another self was produced. That has no idea that there was a prior self, called Paul. And it's not going to have any idea when the prior self shows back up. So the prior self comes back after 15 hours, and to make sure, because if there's two of you, there can't be any of you, <laughs> because the self, the self is totally based on singularity, being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, of uno. <laughs> yeah. So it can't brook that there can't be two Pauls, or there's no Pauls. So when the old Paul finally rises again, it forgets those 15 hours the other Paul was running around as Paul. Yeah. Yeah, this is what happens. So the selfing claims the conscious contact. So now you're the seer, you're the hearer, you're the feeler, you're the taster, you're the toucher. And then it goes beyond that. You're the feeler, you're the thinker, you're the doer. Yes? All right? Now you take the thoughts. You have supposedly 70,000 thoughts going through your head every day. That's a lot of traffic up there, right? So here it comes. But what precedes every one of those thoughts that are noticed? Maybe there's only noticing of 2,000 of them, let's say. But what precedes the noticing of the thought? The feeling that you're the thinker. Yeah? Precedes it. That's the point of bondage. The point of bondage is the identification as the thinker. Yeah? At that point, all the thoughts facilitate the bondage to that idea of being the thinker. That's all they do. Yeah? In other words, with the thought, when the my comes after the, before the thought, it changes the whole meaning and the weight of the thought. Just look at simply. We used to have a simple example. Here's a big uh, blackboard. You put the word sex up there. You put the word money up there. You put the word health up there, and it would initiate some kind of movement or feeling about it. If you had no money, it would mean more than if you have money, maybe. Yeah. Now let's wait. Let's change the scale, not by Not by changing the word, but just by adding one before. My money. Big difference, eh? (laughs) Exactly. My health. Oh, thousands and thousands of thoughts about your health. (laughs) Not about health, but yours? You better believe it. It's a very important topic. Sex? Unbelievable, my sex. (laughs) Now, can you imagine action, my action, feeling, my feeling, you don't see the addition, you don't see the weight you don't see the heaviness that's being added to your life every freaking second of the day Yeah, it's the difference between seeing life as happening and then life's happening to you the my puts you as the proprietor puts you as the doer Yeah, so now the thoughts facilitate facilitate the bondage to an idea of being the thinker the feelings, as soon as they're held as my feelings, are now being used to facilitate the bondage of being the feeler. Yes, the seeing, co-opted by the idea that I'm the seer, not consciousness, not spirit, not whatever, but I am, yeah? now the seeing is used to facilitate the bondage of self. Yeah. The hearing, as being the hearer, is used to facilitate the bondage of self. This didn't happen 20 years ago in Omaha, Nebraska. It's a possibility that's going on right now. Your conditional mind is offering you an idea about life all day. It's claiming that you're the seer, the thinker, the hearer, the feeler, and you'll get a lot of agreement, yeah, to support that. But it's sort of like, here's what you are, let's say, and of course you can't find it. But and then here's what you're not: the idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. How can these two be put together to seem like they're one? Yeah. It's like water and oil. What happens is, it needs to have the feelings and the thoughts that are constantly going on to facilitate the seeming bondage. And the word seeming is really important because it means to appear to be true or false to you. That's all this place is, is seemingly so. Yeah? You're the end line. You are. So here, all all these thoughts are now are being used as a bonding, like a glue, to bond your mind, the big M, to this idea that's produced by a mentation, a mental process, the small M, that you're a long-lasting independent entity. It cannot make it happen, but its application is so much, it can seem to be happening. Yeah? It will appear to the mind, in your possibility, that it's that. It's that which is being implied by the thinking. Yeah. so here's the thoughts here's, I go home to New York I had not been there in a while I'm going to do a talk there and my hair grew because I hadn't cut it so people go "No, oh, you're growing your hair like I had a lot to do with it <laughs> oh yeah I'm growing my hair I doing a really good job and uh, you know I'm, I got so into it I go to hair growing classes and you know I'm actually the top of the class mine's growing an inch a month you know it's fucking unbelievable jeez you know I'm swinging back and everything but no all I did was not cut it, yeah? <laughs> and so the language is implies quite a lot that you have something to do with something you have nothing to do with. A lot, yes? A lot of your day, it's implying that you have something to do with something you have nothing to do with. And if you're not awake to the awakeness, it's easily to fall asleep because it's like a constant lullaby. Constantly. 70,000 thoughts being used to be they don't give a shit about the thought, the, the content of the thought. It's the what they point to. It's like this. Here's this thing. Yeah? Everyone says it's a bottle. Yeah? I can change its meaning. My bottle. Now it's pointing to the proprietor, yes? My bottle. Same thing. Problems, problems. My problem. This it has nothing to do with the problem. The problem is used to point to the imaginary one. It's like that thing in Zen, all those fingers are pointing to the moon, but in this case there's not even a moon. The mind itself makes the leap into being a long-lasting, into seemingly being a long-lasting independent, separate entity. Selfing, a mental process, cannot produce a self. It can imply there's a self, it can insinuate there's a self, it can assume that there's a self, and and then the mind does the rest. If you fall for the point in pointing, you'll be the pointed at.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's the bondage of self. And then you run into the second little lock you may not be aware of. You will now try to get out of self, but as a self. Yeah. <laughs> There's an old Zen master, Hoang Po, my favorite guy. If you never read him, read the uh, teachings of Hoang Po. It's very, very clear, I feel. Uh, but in this, he says, "This is a." And he doesn't say it. I'm paraphrasing, but a fundam- fundamental mistake most of us make is we're trying to use mind to seek the mind. Yeah, we're trying to use Buddha to seek the Buddha. We're trying to use the light to seek the light. And he he says, you can be practicing for eons and nothing will happen. (laughs) I would take that seriously if I read that (laughs) and question what the hell am I doing or who's doing it (laughs) because I don't want to fall into that pit, the same pit he's saying everyone's going to fall into. So this idea of self getting out of self is an impossibility, first of all, because there isn't a self, yeah? It's a product. It's a product of a mental process So the product of the mental process cannot transcend the process that makes it. It can't leave the process that's making it because then there would be no making of it and it's not so. It only reaches a level of seemingly so. Yeah? It only can reach a level of seemingly so. And the seemingly so isn't based on it, it's based on you that it's seemingly so too. Yeah? So, if there's a, if, there's, if you ever hear the Course in Miracles, lesson two, you and I give everything all the meaning it has, take that to freaking heart and check it out. Because let's say if something seems so real to you, where does it get that sense of reality from? It's false. And everything that is, everything else that's appearing is false. Where is it procuring the feeling of being real other than what's witnessing it? I'm the reality, giving this reality or lending this reality to this thing. Yeah? Of course it says it in such a beautiful way. It says, you and I are the dreamer of this dream, if you want to take this to be that. You and I are the, I like to use the, the verb, you and I are the dreaming of this dream. We forget that we're the dreamer. Now this is important, I'm adding something to this. It would be, it would be important to find out uh, how are you forgetting that you're the dreamer? I think it is by remembering that you're a self, basically. Yeah. The forgetfulness has to be produced, and it's being produced by remembering what you're not. You get to forget what you are. Yeah. <laughs> so here it is. You and I are the dreamer of the dream. We've given ev- and we forgot that we're dreaming the dream, and in that forgetfulness, we give everything we've dreamt the power to affect us. It doesn't sound like your day. I think it's a pretty clear diagnosis, Mm -hmm. yes? Another great Zen master, Dogen, said, hey, to study Buddhism is to study the self. To study the self is to forget the self. That's what happens, because if you study the self, you'll realize it's not you, and if it's not you, you're going to lose interest in what facilitates it being you. You will. You'll lose interest in the thought system. You'll lose interest in the feeling system. You'll lose interest in a lot, a lot of stuff, Yeah." And when the law, and when and you don't lose interest, it just moves somewhere, yeah so when your interest is relieved from that slavery to this idea of being a self, I, I would imagine it's going to show up and have an influence right where you are right now. It's going to actually enrich your Thursday night, yeah And I'm telling you, everyone in this room who's here, and this is Thursday, right. If you're bothered right now, I bet you it's not by a Thursday, it's by last Wednesday and two weeks from now. Yes? <laughs> Look at the thought system. See where its value lies. Doesn't it? its value lies in the past and the future, doesn't it? It's using this moment to think about yesterday and tomorrow all day. Yeah. Why is that? Let's say self isn't so. So how can it generate a sense now? If self isn't so, it's not, it has no like nuclear center or reactor. It's not on because it's on. Yeah? It can only appear to be on. How does it keep appearing to be on if it has no source of power in and of itself? Yeah? It has to get a power from outside itself. Voila us, in a way. So if you follow a thing about St. Francis saying and uh, Dogen saying that it's in self-forgetting that a lot of good things start to happen, why is that? Because the the self is remembered. Yeah? That's how what happens. And how is it remembered? It can seem to appear in the past. When you think about you in the past, you're seen as a body, aren't you? You can't go back four years ago and go, let's say, to Topeka, Kansas and picture you as a space. Because why would you have to picture you there only in Topeka? You space everywhere. But you would picture your body, yeah? And you would call that you. I was in Topeka four years ago and here's a picture and it would be of a body, yeah? So you're thinking, the thought system's thinking about you in the past, but when, where are you remembered? now, yeah. You're not remembered in the past. You're remembered. The mind, the thought system facilitates the past to remember itself now. It's the only thing that's going on, yeah. So the same thing, it thinks about itself in the future and it's another form of remembering. Remembering's not just based on past. It's using a future concern, like, I'm going to be destitute four years from now. You're picturing yourself as a body in a cardboard box or with ragged clothes, you know what I mean? And so you're thinking about you, yeah, and you're concerned about you four years from now, but where is the concern? Where is the contraction? Where is the fear being uh, experienced now? So you're remembering yourself by thinking in the future, the mind is, and the mental process remembers remember itself by thinking about the past, why do you think that's where it works? That's where its value is. Because that's where you can be remembered. By you, by you being pictured, it's like this. I was there, I'm going to be there, therefore I am here. If you do something you really love to do, and that remembrance of self is sh- cut short, like surfing or something, whatever you like, at that period of time when you're surfing... Yeah? You're not engaged in remembering a past day when you were surfing or a future day. You're engaged in the event. That's probably your peak experience that day because you're now living in the absence of self. Because it's not being produced. It's not being reinforced, it's not being remembered, it's not being appointed at, it's not being assumed, but I'll tell you, you'll be in the waves, and then when the selfing arises again, it's not concerned about the waves, it's concerned, did anyone see me catch that wave? (laughs) See? It's living for its face, not your ass. (laughs) You know what I mean? It is about image and image and image. So, this is an addiction. To me, it's the original addiction. The mind is addicted to this idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah. The thought system is used to facilitate that. The feelings have been co-opted because now they're your feelings. Yeah, the thoughts, my thoughts, problems, my problems, time, my time. Yeah. we well, what's questioning is, if not even saying if it's not true or not. Just weaken the mind. Like Ramana Maharshi said once, you don't have to give up your possessions. Give up the possessor. You don't have to give up your actions. Give up the actor. And it's not you giving up the actor. That's not giving up the actor. Giving up the actor is you lose interest in it. You lose interest in the thoughts because you finally entertain. They may not be about me. And I'll tell you something the self centeredness is so strong, if something's not about you, you're going to lose interest in it. Yeah? And it can be applied to the self itself. I'll give you an example. I use it all the time. I'm here at this room, supposedly giving a talk, you know. <laughs> But there's a lady in this other room that I'm interested in. I'm hoping we can have a biblical experience or something like that. And so the meaning my mind's giving is much more important than the meaning it's given this. She's going to be my wife. I'll have a kid with her. You know, it's getting, it's building a huge story about how important this person. She doesn't even know me from Adam, but how important she's going to be in my life. So someone notices and says, Paul, you're supposed to be doing this talk. I go, yeah, yeah but I can't call my attention back. It's not my attention. <laughs> it doesn't go where I ask it to go. I'd like it to go, but it doesn't. It's not under my supervision. <laughs> so, 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 then, so, Then they see I'm still like, uh, distracted, so they bring a book up, and, and here's the book. I look at the title. It says, How to Lose Interest in a Conversation in Another Room. So I page through it. I get the principles, but it's not helping me because she means a whole lot to me yeah so what happens I'm listening to, and hoping you know I can hear her say something hey I like that guy Paul you know and then I can <laughs> meet, after the meeting I always come sit front or whatever <laughs> <laughs> give her some loving gaze <laughs> hopefully it'll lead to a hard massage,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah. So massage
0: so suddenly she says something she says I really like that guy Matt and my name is Paul what happens do I have to try to pull that interest a w- back, it, com- it leaves the room immediately. It loses, c- c- it doesn't t- I don't have to take a three-month class of how to lose interest. The interest goes off of that topic because it's not about me. Exactly. As long as you have the feeling the thoughts are about you or you're the thinker of them, you're going to be in the bondage of that. Not you, but the mind itself is going to be bonded to the idea of being the thinker. Yeah, and it's going to be making good ones and bad ones and ones to be secret and it's going to get it's like a petri dish that just mutates and grows and grows and grows and grows the accidents is the key at the get go you're not the thinker you're not the feeler yet there's feelings you're not the thinker yet there's thoughts Yeah. who says an action has to have an actor who says that a self-centered point of view. If it's not me, if it's not you, then I'll bring God into it. God's the cause. God kills these children. There's no fucking God killing any children. Yeah. So this is it. The best way to get out of something is realize you're not in it. It takes absolutely no time. To get out of something you're not in takes absolutely no time. Yeah? Or let's say, if the problem is imaginary, what's the solution? (laughs) How long will it take for the solution to produce the result if there's no need for a result? No time whatsoever. And I'll tell you, when you get some damn downloads, I bet you they're going to have the quality of no-timeness. They're not going to be projected into a giant, arduous path. It's done an immediate rush of a download. Yeah, and it's and it will show. You can tell that's like the that's the notary public seal, baby. It's not about. It's not going to be stretched out where you become relevant again. No, it just supersedes all your little stories and just it's like a vertical insertion every second of your linear, horizontal story that your mind's telling. Your mind is in a, your mind, the conditional mind is in this, it's in this body like a vehicle, but it only has two gears. It goes ahead into the future and back into the past.
1: <coughs>
0: yeah? It, it looks out the window, but it can't get out. Yeah? It's, a, it's bonded to this idea of being a self, so it's preoccupied with the past and the future, and yet this, the free-rangeness of life is roaming. Yeah? It's not a vigilant, concentrated aperture. It's an open aperture. Self centeredness is a closed aperture. You get to see, but it's turned into, it's interpreted as a form of looking called self centeredness. And that form of looking is the constant blindness to the actual scene. Yeah. Because all the while you're calling it you looking. That's the scene. That's what you're looking for. Yet it's impossible to recognize because you've supplanted its authority and put your pseudo-sense of self being the soness. ness yeah. Now you want to find the truth instead of realizing you are the truth. Now you want to have an experience of something instead of having all your experiences infused with a view. Yeah. Therefore, the emphasis on experiences will move. You won't as long as you're not getting strangled today or run over, it's a pretty good day, you know? Because your attention isn't on the particulars. it's on the spaciousness of it all. Yeah. And finally, you're looking from what you've been looking for. And then you get freed from the need to be liberated. What you are doesn't need to be liberated. It's not, it's not been manacled and forced into this event. Why are you in such a hurry to get out? If you're not even in. yeah, The self thing is what needs to be liberated. To be free from that is the being free from the need to be liberated, is the real liberation. Then you sense a presence. Yeah, It becomes the dominant influence in your day. No matter what you're peering at or dealing with, There's this overriding sense of what's so. It's like here, if you have you been in a cafe today, anybody? Did you hear anyone complaining about the effects of gravity? (laughs) Yeah, they're bitching about the size of the hill, but it's the gravity that's causing it to be such a slow slog. It's not the hill. Yeah, it's because there's a force that you're going against. Yet because it's constantly applied to the body, none of us even know we're under it. The only way we would know anything about gravity is to go into an anti-gravity chamber, and then by its absence, we'd realize its fucking presence or its influence. That's exactly what this is like. It's like if I was born... I was, (laughs) supposedly. If I was born... (laughs) Let's say when I came out like that, someone put a hand on my shoulder, it's been there the whole time, I wouldn't know it was there. I I would be making... Incredible speculations why my left shoulder is drooping and why I have to buy left sh- sleeves longer than the right and have all these metaphysical understandings but totally bogus but once, once it was lifted I would know why it was feeling like it was yeah, not by its presence but by its absence we're trying to find, we want to be there to get it we want to be there to experience our own absence that's never going to be often. <laughs> if you're waiting to come to these meetings to finally get it, you're waiting at the wrong bus stop. You know? That's not on the, that's not on the menu. You're not going to get it. the interest in who and what and all of that gets diminished and therefore you are what you're these aren't jokes what they were saying you are what you're seeking for is exactly right yeah or St. Francis says what's looking is what you're looking for I mean how much you didn't have to write a 300 page dissertation half of a sentence has more weight than 500 pages of scriptures will save you more freaking time especially the time not reading those books yeah, what's looking is what you're looking for. How could I be missing it? Because there's been a who that's been inserted, and now the what's looking has been seen as who's looking, and that who's looking is looking for what's looking, but it can't recognize it because it's damn well sure that's a who's that looking. Yeah, and it's not willing to give up that who. Now it wants to get some of the what, but as a who. You know, I need a little what in my who, but I still want to be a who. No, that's not the deal. Yeah. You can't acquire what as the who. There's a, the dissolving is of the of the seeming presence of the who, and then the what bleeds, not isn't applied like an artist on the canvas, but bleeds through the canvas of your life, and you now see the tree by recognizing its fruits. It starts downloading and manifesting and you see it in others and in space and everything like that. What you, Everything has that signature on it. Everything is like a check of that divine, in a sense. And you start picking it up. And it produces an ease and comfort. The same faith, which is the quality of mind, the same faith, if it's put into the thought system, is going to produce tons of anxiety. If you believe in the thoughts about you... Yesterday and tomorrow, you're going to be anxious as hell of what's going to happen. Yeah? Where's that being produced? It can't be produced by the thoughts. It's produced by the faith of your own mind. Now, if you put that faith in, let's say, instead of self-centeredness, into centeredness, maybe it will produce an easing comfort in your own skin now. Yeah? It'll change. The, we have a false baseline, which is irritability, restlessness, and discontent. And I'm telling you, seeking is generated from there. All seeking, yeah. And then that baseline switches into an ease and comfort in your own skin and the circumstances you find yourself in. Yeah, this becomes the norm instead of irritability, restlessness, and discontent. It's a huge shift. Yeah, this baseline. It's the first and only note. It's vibrating. Like that. Yeah. Now you've got the beat, in a sense. <coughs> now you can follow, because you've got the beat of the music. Yeah. And you'll find your seat assignment. And the seat assignment, there's no engravement, Paul Hedeman in teacher. First of all, I'm not a teacher. I'm an inviter. Not adviter, inviter. <laughs> <laughs> This is a seat assignment, yeah? It's not engraved, and this whole place is like musical chairs. The music comes up, I get up, walk around, and then lately it stops and I'm right at the same chair. But it's not my chair, it's not my position. Because if it was, I'd be screwed, yeah? The only reason why I've never missed a meeting is because I never attended one. (laughs) I've never shown up if I had shown up I'd have so many considerations why I couldn't give a talk tonight (laughs) really I don't feel good I was bad to sew and that would really be the clincher I wasn't nice to sew like at one o'clock today and can't can't open the valve can't receive it fucking has nothing to do with us (laughs) (laughs) you have all that you need to file the seat assignment you're in It doesn't mean it's going to be that seat assignment forever but it is now and it's tailored it's an invitation right now yeah You can withhold with the hopes that it's going to get better, yeah, but geez, that's like this thing we used to use—the thing called the here or there syndrome. Yeah, so here I am in a, my little one-bedroom apartment, pretty nice room. I'm feeling pretty good, and I, I get this big—you know—the Sunday paper, and there's a big layout, full-color layout of a of an apartment with this lovely couch. And, it, and then I realize, geez, I'm couchless. You know, I don't have a couch here. And I start getting irritated about the absence of a couch. And my mind starts running an advertising campaign, I bet you I'd meet a girl if I had a couch and bring her home and conceive my first child on that couch. And my head's telling me how important a couch would be in my life, and now I was fine until I saw the freaking picture. Now I'm feeling less than, lacking scarcity. I need a couch. So I call up my friends who have couches, and I'm pissed off at them. Why didn't you tell me <laughs> to the importance of a couch? You know? And I, and, I, and so then I said, okay, I got to get a couch. So I start working hard to get the couch, saving money, and I'm planning a big couch party. And no one's gonna, you know, I didn't get any what RSVP on Facebook. No one said anything. You know. And so one day, i finally going to get the delivery. Yeah? So the delivery comes in, and I'm excited. I swept the nice little place, and he puts it on it. And I take the plastic off it. I sit on it, and I've arrived. You know, I'm, I have a couch now. And there's a nice feeling. And yet, as soon in about a minute or two later, it starts thinking and it says, i got to get a matching rug. Yeah. So this mythic, this mythical there that was being used to invalidate the here I was in no matter what that there is, when you arrive there, it's here. <laughs> that some fault will be found, and now it will provide you, your head, the advertising, another mythical there. And if you looked at it as a thing, you're mostly enslaved from moving from here to there, here to there, here to there. Yeah. To here constantly being invalidated by the presence of this mystical there and then when you arrive, you see it had no power, and there becomes a here, and now another there comes to invalidate that. Yeah? So all your life is of withholding instead of being open and showing up. You're waiting for something. Something fucking special. This isn't a passive spiritual approach. It's very, very freaking active. You're awake. Yeah? You have the ability to respond to that and the dance will go I get confused like starting the recorder but I'm not confused about metaphysical stuff at all it's all baloney in a way as long as it's you attempting to use that to get to you it's never going to freaking work instead of trying to find out what you are question about what you take yourself to be and if it's not so that's that if you're not this if you're not this idea of what you're taking yourself to be, if you're not that then that's that and what happens now you get put in a position in Zen they call a very high state of mind I don't know and in, I, in that state of I don't know, you're relegated into finding out, and that's the way to live. Yeah? Not preempting and neutering everything by thinking you know it without ever meeting it, but by not knowing things and then finding out. Yeah? So you're relegated. So now it becomes revelatory. It's not about ringing all your own bells. You'll hear new notes constantly being played. You'll be left off your own biggest hook. All the hooks you got yourself stuck on. Something in your life you probably felt you omitted or committed that you should never have omitted or committed. And you've been convicted in the court of mind. You're just doing freaking time. This is about all of that being taken and being brought into the court of light where it's annulled. You left off your own hook. Yeah. You become like a free-range person, literally. And it's a message. If I keep going, I'll be beating a dead horse. You know, you don't need more of this. You can hear, feel it in the room. The energy's there. That's the bitch slap. The Zen bitch slap. <laughs> Sense it. Yeah. Maybe start with the thoughts if you want to see the mind that precedes them. Yeah, just see it. Instead of having that be unseen yet totally influential in your life. Let's see it, and then let's see if the influence dims. Yeah, It doesn't have any light of its own. You give it the light by taking it to be so. Yeah. Everything that's generated here is generated out of you. You're the reality. Everything else appears to be. It either appears to be a true or false to you. Yeah. One day something's bothering me when I'm not in good condition, it's a problem. The next day I'm in good condition, it isn't a problem. The next day I'm in bad condition seemingly, it's a, it's a problem again. What is it? Is it a problem or isn't it a problem? It's actually neither. Yeah, It's the meaning you give it based on where you're at. Not on where it's at, but on where you're at. Yeah? Now, you can be self-centered or centered in a sense. Yeah, They're both views, but one's much more expansive than the other in a sense you're either dying to the self or as the self all day yeah? if you believe the thought system if you believe there's you're the doer you're the thinker, you're the haver, you're dying as a self yeah if you don't believe that anymore, you're dying to it. <laughs> the self doesn't need to be dissolved. It has no fluid in and of itself. You're its blood. You pump all the belief into it. It doesn't cause you to believe in it. You cause it by believing. Yeah. Self isn't fooling anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a usurpation of power. Something that's been you've forgotten your God-like juice in a sense, and you've given it over to it, and now it's plays God with it, and yeah, it's got you worrying about nothing most of the time. You're worrying about what's not happening most of the time. You can't feel it, see it, taste it, or touch it, but you can sure fucking think about it, and the thinking produces the effect. But the power to produce the effect isn't from the thinking; it's from the being the thinker. Yeah. That's the bridge where the meaning gets distributed. The thoughts are used to distribute the meaning, but they're not the meaning. The meaning comes from the mind. The mind represents this idea of being a somebody, and that somebody has thousands of ideas about being a somebody, thousands of feelings about being a somebody, thousands and thousands of thousands of concerns about being a somebody, and they use these possibilities, the thoughts and the feelings set up, express that so like mental winds are finding expression through you yeah? you're the breather of the life of it. Yeah? it doesn't have a life in and of itself like I say in Buddhism everything is inherently empty doesn't get it? if it's inherently empty how can it have a, an effect how, but what does it do? It, dis- it distributes an effect our effect back onto us that's what it's doing eh? Wake up, and then you cut off the distribution line. Without your juice, it can't play God. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes any questions hopefully not <laughs> <laughs> don't you go to have you gone to those meetings where it turns into therapy really fast someone gets up I want to talk about my relationship no geez. and then as soon as it gets its foot in the door everything else is just embellishment of it even you're trying to dissolve it is an embellishing of the self To give it that much credit that it needs to be dissolved as an embellishment of it.
2: I have a question. So the first thing I think I heard was, conscious contact comes first, then a thought comes, this is mine.
0: Yes. Thought with a feeling. It produces a feeling. feeling.
2: But then later on, I thought I heard, um, a thought of, this is mine, whatever happens later, is continued
0: to be held as mine. Well, at that point, well, the hijacking is, let's say, the idea of being a self appears in front of the camera of consciousness, let's say. But its assumption or impliedness is that it's before the camera. So after a while, it's habitual. So there's just a feeling that it's sort of like a selfing produces a product, which is the feeling of being a feeling of being a long lasting, independent, separate entity, a doer, a thinker, a have it. yeah? That's the sense of self. So it's a product that be- and is produced in time. Yeah? It has nothing to do with timelessness. And but when the product is produced, the feeling is that you're prior to the product line. You know what I mean? So the, the, getting, the car getting built is all forgotten, and now you're like the original all sustaining, self sustaining car. <laughs> yeah. But it assumes that it's prior to what it can't be prior to. Yeah. Now after a while, you are in the habit of it, and it's like a it's like a default mechanism. Yeah. You're not having the thought, "I'm the thinker." It's just there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's being. It's like there, and the habit has it to stay there in a sense, yeah? And the same thing with feelings. Thousands of feelings are matched with this one movement of I'm the feeler, yeah?
3: But as long as you
2: go to conscious contact, seeing, healing, hearing, yeah. you can't be fooled by that, right? That's no. It's always going to be prior to that.
0: Definitely, that exactly. Well, there's an awareness. The consciousness, I don't believe, is the end-all be-all. Seriously. I think there's an awareness of the consciousness, and when there's the, the identification of self is emphasized, what you forget, you don't forget the conscious contact is, being, is happening. You know, there's a noticing of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah? But what you forget is the awareness of the conscious contact. Yeah? So, you know, words like, to me, that's the original face. It's no face at all. So, conscious contact happens within awareness.
2: So that it's
0: happening. Yeah, so so the awareness in a way, if you looked at it in a linear way, the awareness is like prior to the conscious contact. Yeah? Not in a sense, but the contact is happening within this context of awareness. We forget that we're we're of the context, like Jesus says, we're in this world, which this world is conscious contact, right? <laughs> really. We're in this world, but we're not of this world, yeah. We forget that by being by taking ourselves to be something that's in the world, yeah we forget the ofness, yeah, yeah. and then because you notice consciousness because many of us are trying to become more conscious, yes, so the conscious is noticed, but what happens is, oh, the awareness isn't noticed anymore, or because you it can't be noticed, when you're when you're aware of the notice you're up, you're the awareness, yeah. It's not of like you being aware of the uh, of being becoming aware of the awareness. When there's an awareness of the awareness, there's no you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I can say it any better. So that's like the, there's no beginning point or end point. There's that's all. That's the only point. Yeah, and it's pointless. <laughs> 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 so in Zen they would I would say that the original face. When you see your original face, obviously it's not a face. But if you watch conscious content, if you want consciousness arising, yeah? A lot of times there's like a pause. Like when you're when the selfing isn't too dominant, there'll be a pause, like an eternal moment in time when the consciousness contact is going on. That's your original face. You're not of a thing, you know? You're awareness. And then, then the thought system will proceed and then claim everything, and by the claiming of it, it's forgotten, and now you become the starting point, where you are, and you're not. It's like we're on a game board, and we're taking the starting point to be, it's basically, it's actually square three. We're a production of a mental process, a feeling of you. You're an afterthought, basically. It's yes. like when you go to work and you had a bad day, it doesn't. You usually don't know it until like 8 o'clock at night. Then your head breaks to you, to you. You had a bad day today. And you go, oh, yeah. You would think that you would know it was batting when it was batting. But you're, you're like on a time delay. It's like, how did I not know it was a bad day? I was in the day. No, it was really a bad day, and that guy was screwing. Oh yeah, he was screwing me. So we're on a time delay. Sometimes it can be really extreme. Sometimes it can only be a very short bit of time, but it is a time delay. Conscious contact happens. Then an afterthought is that it's happening to you, or you're doing it. Yeah, it's a process. It takes time. Conscious contact doesn't take time. It occurs. Yeah, being, and then there's the mental process, which takes time, claims that. Claims the timelessness to forget it, yeah. Not to not to be it. It doesn't want to be it. It wants to be something, baby. It doesn't <laughs> want to be nothing. So it claims it, gets it out of the way, and now the something becomes the end all and be all. And that has to constantly be remembered to keep out what seems what is seemingly forgotten, because it cannot be forgotten. What all we, what is, yeah. But it can seemingly be forgotten in time, maybe for eighty years, maybe for twenty years but it could never do it infinitely but it can seemingly be forgotten in time yeah so question what you are if it's not you then you're going to find out what you are yeah you're not going to experience it you're going to find out because you you are what you're looking for yeah. but not what see the idea of being the you Whatever, fuck it.
1: <laughs> I'm tired, I'm
0: tired of pointing it. You got enough, man, haven't you? More isn't better. You don't need an intensive for this, you don't. You, and then definitely, you don't need a 10-day retreat. All you need is an invitation, and then you're the laboratory, walking around. What is it, What good is it going to do if it's only in a secluded isolated environment of 10 days where you got vegan food and your tantric massages and, <laughs> you know, sit a few hours on a high-level pillow with, you know, organic cotton and you got a freaking beautiful bed at Eagle Claw. Like, I used to go to that place and, uh, what's that place? The one out in Marin. Spirit rock. Spirit rock, and uh, you know Buddhism, they had the Middle Way. I used to call it the Upper Middle Way. I did a retreat there. I didn't want to go home, not because I loved the retreat, but the room was great. Jesus, the food was excellent. It was funny because I maybe I better
1: not. I don't want to
0: ruin. I don't want to burn all my spiritual bridges. I'll be, I'll be left out on the in the lurch.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, the way I hook myself, is on the hook, get off the hook, or whatever. Um, is certain buzzwords like co-creator with God. Okay. Um, I'm here. Uh, I've God put me on the planet for a purpose. Um, I have to make goals. <laughs> or, um, uh, uh, the worst one is. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. You know the commercial and all that. Yeah. So these certain buzzwords. <laughs> I w- I wake up in the morning and they just you know no goals today. You didn't accomplish anything. You didn't give back to the community. You know I have to give back. I mean like can I yeah. just forget all that stuff and stay alive? How
0: about just forget the you? <laughs> Don't worry about all the stuff. The right. stuff has a meaning because there's a you there. It's you not giving back that's important. Not giving back.
3: Okay, so the I'm you is saying.
0: what's important. Drop that.
3: So the, the sentence will leave, the idea will leave?
0: Find out. I'm not going to say anything, okay. but you'll find Does out.
3: There, there, for me, they're pretty po- well, for me, exactly. Guess. For
0: you, they're potent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, You're, in the you <laughs> You're in the equation. You're yeah. in the equation. Instead of trying to drop, you know, the the uh, the auxiliary numbers, get the fucking big number. The number one. You. You're in every one of the unworking qu- equations. Is the one. If you change that one by seeing, you may not be that to zero. Then the math starts working. Yeah. yeah. You're not driven by these things. See, you would give someone compassion if they were sharing that. But you're held into a higher standard. You should be helping people. You see? It's all an embellishment of self, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> you know, oh, it's all right that you don't do it a lot with you. But me, I've got a i have got should be doing a whole lot. Why? Because obviously I think I'm better than you.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll give you a break. I can't have a break. I've got a my destiny is waiting. It's going to be witnessed by millions. <laughs> I,
3: mean,
1: I, I, learned I learned that really early
0: on. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. See, but you'll add on if the head will add on time to make it more real. You know, like I, people come to these talks and they're enjoying the hell out of the space, and yet then they pledge allegiance. But what happens Tuesday? I said, why do you want to bring Tuesday into it? <laughs> This Thursday is so nice without it. Let's let it, don't worry. You'll you'll be there soon enough. Let it stay where it is, which it isn't. Why does it have to have an influence now? So here, it's not enough to see. Oh, there is no problem, but this it seemed to be a long time. Okay, yet yeah, there is no problem, but it really seems no. You know, the mind wants to stretch it and make it. Just watch it, and it's all because of you. It's you. The you is the, is the, the hub of all the meaning. Yeah. It's, not like, it's not that you're worrying about next week. It's, it's you worrying about next week. You have an idea that you shouldn't be worrying about next week. So there, when you see worrying about next week occur, it's, it's, a, it's a bad a light on you. Yes? So I've got to get over this worrying. While you're trying to get out of it, you're super up the ass of self. Don't you see it? Yeah. A lot of people, they're trying to get out of self. It's, a, it's the biggest form of being in self. This, the, if you look at self as a predator or a parasitical movement, to me, that's what it is. The, the, it's a mental process that has a parasitical trait to it, characteristics. It doesn't have a life, so it wants to grab this opportunity of life. Yeah, It doesn't have one, but it wants to grab one. So if it, if it can convince the mind that the mind is it, then it has its life, yeah? And then what it does is it gives meaning to everything. And so while you, so here's a predator in the jungle and a prey. You know him pretty... You can tell the difference. The predator rips the prey's neck out, usually. But in this example, the predator of selfing has you by you moving away. You're verifying its power by trying to get away. Yeah? It has you when you're trying to get out of it. The best way to get out of it is realize you've never been in it. Yeah. The feelings, those, the power those things seem to have over, over that situation is based on the you, not on those. Those things are run the mill. Everyone in this room has them, has them running through their head. But it's the you, the you, the you, the you, the you that puts the bite into it. Get to the root, the exact nature of the seeming mistake and look at it, see it, study the self to forget it. That's what happens. If you learn, that's how I share, why I share this way. If you learn what is producing the sense of self, what reinforces it, what keeps applying this crazy glue to all these insane assumptions like this assumption that I've got to learn how to get into the moment, which is based on this insane idea that you could be out of a moment. There's no freaking way you've been out of any moment in your life. I don't care what you say. I was so spaced out night. The surveillance cameras have you at the meeting. Yeah? <laughs> I don't care what you say. You can't override the fact that you and the moment is synonymous. There isn't a moment without you. Not you as the Paul, but as what you are. You are the moment. So a lot of people are trying to get into something they can't be out of. And conversely, they're trying to get out of something they can't be in. This idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. What is it what else is it going to produce but frustration? You ever read those books? They used to be big sellers, How to Get Into the Moment. And then they'd have the second edition, How to Really Get Into the Moment. And then if you're really, really good, how to really, really get or the turbo moment. I've seen these ads for extreme Buddhism. What's extreme Buddhism? <laughs> You know, extreme turbocharged Buddhism. Come and join us! A radical workout. What? It's, it's totally insane. This isn't about focus and concentration, it's about oh, relaxed awareness. The aperture opens up. Yes. You're, you're caught gazing a lot. You sense the space. I like, when I go to meetings, other than the recovery meetings, I like to look out windows because I look at the foliage outside. And I look as far as I can well and I can still hear the people because I'm sensing the presence in the room. The words don't matter to me that much. But the sense of oneness, yeah, That matters. That's a that's a food that we need because we can starve here. Yeah. All the books aren't gonna satisfy it. Yeah. You're gonna be an unspoken yes. You're gonna be the. You're gonna be the authority. You know this knowing is gonna be prior to all the other fucking knowing. You'll just know it to be so. And for me, it's became the last answer. I haven't been looking for all, an answer for a long time. Just been entertaining the possibilities that it reveals. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So people
2: are starving, right? People are starving for this kind of. Just this. And and yet,
0: you know, I can't do anything because there's no I. And yet, condition of experiencing that longing when you feel it and you want to help. So help. Mind is doing it. There has never been an I that did anything, yet, a lot of doing has occurred. Mind isn't a singularity or a single unit, but mind is impelling an action through that body claiming it always to be yours.
2: No, I mean, okay, not mine.
0: So if you have that longing, express it. Start dancing or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, okay, I guess my question is this. is like, you start to notice the infinite potential of everything. <clears throat> you, could, you could do anything. Yeah. You could do any number of things. Yeah. And I, like, find myself, like, not sleeping a lot because I'm lying in bed and it's like, I could do anything. You know, and, and,
0: a and then, like a, <laughs> 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 a couple weeks go by, and I'm, <laughs>
2: like, I'm totally like raggedy, and I'm like sick, and I'm totally exhausted, not much use to myself.
0: Yeah. Well, um, like you know, food. when you, when you say I can do anything, maybe the anything you'll do is nothing. Well, well, that's
2: usually what it is. Oh, so
1: cool. that's like, fine. Yeah.
0: That's
2: Which fine. is, I guess, the question is just like man, You can't manage your energy, but I'd like to think that I can modulate
1: it sometimes.
0: Think away. See what happens. <laughs> yes. Be, but be open to the demonstration if it's so or not. You know, how about just be directed instead of being the leader? You know, mm-hmm. let it be. Let a direction occur. Yeah, be directed. Like in recovery, we have a great thing about surrender that's really potent because most of our lives were really wrecked. You know, being an addict and junkie and stuff, and. Uh, it made this uh, possibility of turning one's will and life over to the care of a power greater than self, yeah, really attractive. And I remember when I was reading Ramana's works. I really liked Ramana Maharshi, I and mean, the completed works of his from 35 to 39 are a great book, you know, to read There's a lot of nuggets in there. And one of the nuggets was in the beginning. He says there's different, you know, minds' manifestation are different, different times. So there's different minds being expressed here. So some minds are pretty good with, like, Raja Yoga, you know, knowledge, let's find out about stuff and ask who am I. But other people, other minds that are stuck on what they've omitted and committed, you know, like a very strong sense of being the doer, the better way for them is surrender, yeah, to the point where thy will be done. Now, recovery is mostly on that latter process, surrender. And in that surrender, you'll take chances where your logical mind would never allow. But I noticed every time I stepped out, there was always a stare underneath my foot. Yeah? So after a period of time, you've become convinced, which is means to believe with certainty, that you're in good hands. which gives you a lot of leeway. Yeah? A whole lot of leeway. Yes? And it takes a, a takes that uh, it quiets that agitation of being a doer, yeah, of being the provider, of being this, and it allows some magic into life, where a lot of people think this therefore that. Well, that to me is drives, you know, but the magic that can occur. Like I have no right to even be here in a lot of ways, and yet things have conspired to bring me here, and I have a sense, an intimate sense of. That which that implies to me, yeah, and it's really juicy, so but it it gets to come out when you're willing to take a step, yeah and you'll go back to sleep again, it won't last forever. you go through phases, yeah, you're getting cooked in some ways, your nervous system will change a little bit, maybe, because you're gonna what happens is a new power flows in. It may be a little stronger than what you've been flowing lately, because the cell thing is like a sphincter muscle. It shuts down <laughs> on the energy. Really, <laughs> you've contracted so much, it's not really flowing. But when you feel this new power flow in, it will seem as if you can take it. Maybe, yeah. It's like 220 not uh, amps going through, let's say a 120 line, a 110 line. It seems like it's overwhelming. So let me use this example. I really like this example about a, an event in the life of a snake, yeah? Every year the snake molts its skin, yes? The skin falls off the snake, it gets a new skin, it's better. So let's look at this one event from two points of view, which is the possibility in all of us. There's the self-centered point of view and the centered point of view, let's say, yeah? They're both possibilities. Nothing's a sure thing because whatever, whatever you seem to be so to you will seem to be so, yeah? So here's so here's this. Here's the uh, so we're going to look at this event from the skin's point of view. Now the skin is taking itself to be the snake. Yeah, probably the most important part of the snake, and so its senses this coming on of, hey, I'm falling off the snake, so what's it going to do? Well, it's got a lot of influence in this thought system of the snake. It jacks in there and starts telling the snake, get a lot of moisturizer, you know what I mean? (laughs) Don't go out, don't get to go out in that noonday sun. Don't go over that rock, you may catch it, this and that. And so it's like fucking super afraid, because it's life's ending if it falls off the snake it ain't the snake, and it really knows it ain't the snake, but it's been (laughs) identified as a snake for quite a while, yeah? So you think, this is like, oh no, I can't take this, it's too overwhelming, but switch the view from to the snakes, and it's like hallelujah, because now this old skin that wasn't attracting female snakes too well, (laughs) it was getting stuck on rocks, it was slowing itself up because it was old. It falls off with no thought or effort on The snake isn't to <coughs> trying to knock the skin off of it, is it? No. No thought or effort on its part, but it's being relieved of this bondage, in a sense. And then a new skin appears that's sm- smoother can mo- and move faster and everything like that. But it's one event, but two different points of view, yeah? Now, the selfing is like the skin. It's taking it to be the snake, but it's not essential to the snake at all. It's actually, the snake would do a whole lot better if it fell off. <laughs> the snake, losing its identity and taking itself to be the skin, is scared shit of the brand new day. Yeah? A new vista is going to open up for it, but it's scared shit. It's calling a new life death, in a way, if it's seeing it from the skin's point of view. Let them see that you're not the skin, and then see how you view things it's just a minor recalibration just entertain the possibility and if you hear it it can sufficiently move the calibration and an immunity will build you won't be so taken by what's not happening you'll be present here because you can't be anywhere else blue will become blue red will become red things will become clear without any effort on your part yeah you can focus when you need to focus, but your your, your fail-back system or default system is a, a, a wider lens, yeah? Not, you know, wider. Walking around, you know, just entertaining. And then it's amazing how things will call you. You know, you'll look up and there'll be an incredible sight in the sky. Or you'll look down, you'll see something budding. Or, yeah, you get all these little aha's all day, like something whispering... Through all the millions of mouths, you know, trying to inform you of, of uh, some facts, let's say.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's it, hey, tonight. Oh, we have documentaries. If you want to, we did a, a guy, a documentarian, did a documentary of me. I think we have some there, 81 minutes of uh, me frolicking naked in a screen.
1: <laughs> 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 That's the uncut version. <laughs> 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 now, I think there's a lot of talks <laughs> on it and <laughs> stuff.
0: And it helps. You know, it's, it's a $20 donation. But just, if you want, just go to Zen Bitch Lab. It's all, everything is free. You download anything. And we have tons of content. We can keep putting new content all the time. On.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: How you. Oh, you welcome, man? Thanks yeah. for coming. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Appreciate everyone.
1: It's hey, good. man. You welcome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey,
0: we have announcements. Yeah, so yeah. we've got uh, next uh, Tuesday Open Marin. Uh, James is hosting John Bernie. Um, and then next, we usually we do every Thursday here, but um next week we're actually doing Wednesday. Jeanie's Andy's going to be here, and we're going to be in the big room that um next Wednesday. So, we And we've got yeah. after that we've got Pamela. And Dorothy Hunt and John Prendergast
1: are doing Mm -hmm. a... uh